0: Hey everyone, this is Liz. I'm coming back at you for a second episode of Building Your Queendom. And uh, today I'm just gonna talk about a few things that kinda came up in my spirit today. Um, I'm gonna attempt not to say I'm um so much. Whether you take that as it is or whatever, that's up to you. But I'm gonna share with you three points again try to keep things simple for you you know i do a lot of studying and i've had one complaint <laughs> that some of my stuff is a little bit too advanced like i'm thinking from a level of um, someone who studied something for five years and maybe this is all new to you so i'm gonna try to keep it simple so today was a training every week we have a training inside of the warrior shelter and it was a live training Tuesday. Garrett J. White is talking to everybody about just things that have been uh, coming up in, in the group and things that people have been discussing and what we've demonstrated is important to us. So he's talking about porn, porn addiction, um, how it affected him and his relationship. Other men were talking about how um, it cost them. The addiction cost them, and then how they don't have anywhere else where they can really talk about it. Like, hi, pastor, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk to you about my porn addiction. It, it doesn't really happen. There's there's a lot of guilt and shame around those type of things. And yet <laughs> there's millions and millions of men and women. I, I think he shared the statistic like 40, 40% of the people who consume porn regularly are women um there's just something that you just do in your private and you don't you don't really talk about it so i i got to hear a lot of different perspectives on that if you're wondering about my story personally i i haven't really engaged in it so i don't understand it but i do understand that it can be addictive it can be addictive and i have my own (laughs) demons and addictions to fight so I don't think I want to cross over into that arena. All right. I saw something else come up after he was sharing about the fight with his wife and that kind of stuff. He was talking to a man that kind of has a training company similar to his. And he was talking about you know growth, some growth that he's undergone just in the last two or three years to where if someone joined his coaching network, as a student and had a similar business and could be be considered a competitor, he would ask them to leave. And now his response from just a desire for more people to actually get the tools that they need to uh, overcome and do better in life, he said, you know what, whatever you need, You're already building, you're changing lives, whatever you need, I'm gonna help you because as a coach, that's what I should do. Not everybody's gonna be able to hear me in the way that I bring things, but they're gonna be able to hear you and you're gonna attract a whole different audience. So it used to be like the mindset of competition. No, 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 I gotta crush them all. And now it's gone to, you know what? You're my student. I was sent by God to train you and you sent by God to train some other folks and we're gonna change the world together. Amazing. It, it had a profound impact on everyone. And this is something I, I have to say that I really admire about Garrett. He now has the strength as a man, as a strong man, to be able to look someone in the face and cry. <laughs> like he he doesn't stuff down his feelings. Like if he's feeling something deep emotionally, he just shows it. It's just, whether it's ugly, whether it's sad, you know, he just, he just shows it. And I cannot say that I'm on that level of vulnerability with people. Um, many times I just wanna, you know, to be able to do that and be like, you really, really hurt me. I'm just gonna sit there and cry in your face. <laughs> Or in his case, of course, he's he's just sharing how he knows he was wrong and now things are different. And he really, really, as much as it hurts him not to be the one to bring the message, the only one bringing the message from the great voice, the divine to the world. Uh, he's still going to help. He's going to like take a seat and be like, all right, how can I help you? True service, true leadership. Okay, the other thing, the other topic that was coming up is perfectionism. Perfectionism is like such a thief to so many of us. Like me with this podcast, I was like, <sighs> I need more planning. Um, I need someone to edit my podcast. Um, I, I don't know how to do this. All the excuses I could come up with. Like I know about anchor.fm for probably like three years now, maybe longer than that. I might have opened up an account and then never did anything with it, like just at the inception of it when people were talking about it, because I used to be addicted to Mashable.com. Oh, was I addicted to Mashable? So everything new that came out, I was reading about it. I had to get away from Mashable because it's like, literally, I would be reading articles for three, four hours a day, just addicted to the new websites that were launching and social media and that kind of thing. Perfectionism, I had a profound change here with perfectionism, just just a shift in perspective here. We all know that perfectionism causes per- paralysis a lot of the times. We will not move forward because we want things perfect. We want to project a certain image so we're like, okay, I'm going to get this straight and that straight and then I'm going to move forward on that thing. And it is terrible that we can be like, wow, five years have passed and I still haven't written my book. I still haven't gotten started because I wanted everything to be perfect. And so now I'm like embracing the chaos. I'm like, I know where I wanted to be today. I know what I wanted to accomplish today. I know I accomplished probably a third Maybe even a fourth or an eighth of that every day. Like my list is just exploding on things I need to get done, right? Haven't properly learned the whole delegation thing and production thing, but it's coming. Perfectionism. I'm working on a a a doctorate in education right now. Perfectionism has gotten me stuck for. Two or three months, I was stuck in this. Oh, I don't know what to do. I was uh, what about wanting it to be perfect, and now I'm just accepting like this is going to be hard. It is going to be imperfect. I am going to keep asking for help, and I'm making progress slowly, but I'm making progress. And I would love to share with y'all when I finish. That should be at the end of this year or a little bit before that. So perfectionism, if you look at it from the perspective of I'm going to choose progress over perfectionism, man, like just every time you see it freezing you, I'm going to choose progress today over perfection. Then you'll do a whole lot more in your life than a lot of people. A lot of people just talk. Let's be real. Most people are talkers. Okay. Last part, winning the day. My name on Instagram is at Make Today Extraordinary. Um, There's a book that I had come across where it's like how to live on 24 hours a day. And like that didn't really feed me. That didn't really give me that much to work with. But I already had this concept at, you know, this concept from John Maxwell. He's a leadership trainer. John Maxwell, writing this book today matters. And I share that book with people. It's like, Really, if you can order your schedule to where you are getting the most important work done early in the day, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how much better your day goes. Um, one of the entrepreneurs or business owners that I'm connected with, he was saying, he's like, listen, he's like, I was fooling around with my, my business for, for months. I think he might have even said years. He's like, because... I would not take care of the hard stuff first. I wouldn't do the sales calls first. But now he's like, I make sure those are the first things that I do. Actually bringing in cash for the business because that's what helps it survive, right? So winning the day, understanding like, hey, priorities. Priorities is do the hard stuff first. Do the stuff that might be time intensive and do this the stuff that is going to be really quick leave that to last. The stuff that really is not gonna move you forward, leave that to last. We love to just get on the phone and like talk with our friends, it's so it's so enjoyable. But if you do that, compound that over three years, just having a good time. And then you look around you're like, wow, why am I still in the same place? <laughs> yes, I'm talking to myself. How am I still in the same place three years later where I feel like I've been working so hard? All right, so weekly planning is how you can accomplish this. Let it be a visual schedule. Let it be right there in your face. I know some of you are using iPads, you're using cell phones to support you. I don't know. I use a paper planner. And my other one of my trainers, Grant Cardone, he uses a paper planner. There's something about that, developing the discipline and then having it in front of you repeatedly, like seeing it, writing it knowing what your your targets and your goals are. So there's a weekly planning, and I'm going to give you some warrior terms here. we got General's Tent, which is your weekly planning that happens on a Saturday or a Sunday. And then you have all the week. Where you got your day set, when I'm going to accomplish this, when I'm going to accomplish it, and with whom. And then... The week is called the trench warfare, right? So you're you're showing up as a soldier, you're taking the blows, you're just rolling with the punches and you're fighting to get your stuff done. And then you got your, every week, you're checking in to see what you got done. How did I do? What am I gonna do next? Once a week, once a week, that's all it takes. I hope that helps someone. I mean, cause it took me so long to learn weekly planning And now of course I'm getting it, right? I'm so happy that I have this habit now. And like you can scoff at it like I did. Man, I was reading it in um what's his face? Okay, one of those sales chain, Brian Tracy. I was reading it in his book, someone like that. And I was like, nah, I don't need to do all that. You need to do all that. Just trust me. (laughs) You need to do all that. Look at your results. Speak so much louder than your your thoughts and your feelings about it. Look at your results. All right. I hope that, that helps somebody. Um, we'll be talking soon.